from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. We're going to talk about you right in front of you, baby. Open phones at 888-825-5225. The call is free, and some say it's worth exactly what you pay for it. Kim is with us. Kim is in Asheville, North Carolina, starting off this hour. Hi, Kim. How are you? Hello. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Okay, so I have a question. Um, We hired a gentleman to do our taxes in March of this year, and we ended up hiring him to do financial planning for us as well. And after hiring him to do that, we discovered that he had filed bankruptcy twice and had been sued for writing a bad check. When? The question is, um, well, he filed bankruptcy in 2019 was his last one. That was the second one. And the, it said the certified financial planning board revoked his right to use their certification mark. Hmm. And then he also was sued for writing a bad check to a moving company. Recently? And that was um, in 2018. And so we had already paid him a large fee to use him for financial planning. And I guess my question is, should this be of concern to us? We have discussed this with him. What did he say? He says that we don't understand what it's like to run our own business. Um, And just basically was, you know, he was very rude about it and said his business would go on with or without us. Ooh. Uh, I want my money back. I'm leaving. I don't care about the bankruptcy. If you're butt, I don't want to work with you. Right, and he you, you don't get to be rude back. to me about this. You're self, so, you're self, you're defensive, mm-hmm. which means that, yeah, yeah. I, he was I, I've been I've been sued and I filed bankruptcy, but if you ask me about it, I'll just tell you. I almost feel like not, you have not to, last week, but I mean, I'll just tell you, right? I almost feel like you open with that. If you're if, if that's part of your story, that's what's informed you to this right. point. He claimed that he told us in the contract. Well. I made him send that back to us because it disappeared after we signed it and we couldn't see our own copy. So he sent it to me a couple of weeks ago. There was a link that we could click in small print about this. How much so did it, you it, pay it, this guy? $1,500. Okay. Will he refund you or not? He will not. Okay. I'm walking yeah, anyway. We've talked I'm walking on anyway. Occasion. I'm walking anyway. Well, yeah, we told him we were walking because we don't trust him yeah. and just because of his attitude. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's not the like thing, it's the attitude. Okay, because here's right. the thing. Okay, let's say the moving company tore up 17 of his items, and then they would. Then they wanted to, you know, and then he unpacked it and found a vase that they were responsible for. They don't want to refund him for the broken vase, so he stops payment on the check. They sue him. Well, that's a valid well, story. Sure. Right. He also, he told me that he didn't, he settled that check. I said, well, you didn't settle it or they wouldn't have sued you. Yeah. Well, Um, it's the attitude is the thing. It's like, look, Hey, if I were in your, here's the proper way to answer this question. If I'm him, if I were in your shoes, I'd have these exact same concerns. I'm happy to tell you the details. Okay. Here's what happened in this situation. And here's what happened in that situation. And the bankruptcy was not, I, you don't understand what it's like to run a business. The bankruptcy was, I did some stupid butt things. I learned from it and I'm not doing them anymore. Mm-hmm. The check was the moving company misbehaved and I used that as leverage and it got out of hand and they sued me, but they had no basis. The judge threw it out. 
Yeah, he blamed his ex-wife for the bad check. I, I don't and, care. You see what I'm saying? That yeah, If you had uh, gone that way, then he would have redeemed his credibility. If he'd have been smarter mm-hmm. and done what Jade said and said up front what was going on, it's part of your story, that's yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's what we felt. But I've, I've been sued for things that I didn't do, that they made up in an effort to try to basically use the court system to blackmail me to settle with them. I refused to settle with them. So that gets all in the news. So you can look up Dave Ramsey got sued. But the mm-hmm. basis of the lawsuits are zero. Didn't absolutely did not occur. But it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can sue somebody for anything in America. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind telling you that. That's happened. Okay. Um, but well, I, but I've still got gonna... you know I've still got. If you want to be pissed at Dave Ramsey randomly, you can find places on the internet that I did all kinds of things I didn't do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. you know he said he was going to sue the Certified Financial Planning Board. For Good luck with that. Per- yeah, and I was like, "How can you do that?" Yeah, he just sounds a little. I don't. I really don't like his attitude. I don't like that he's defensive. He sounds yeah. like he's pointing the finger, blaming. It doesn't sound like it's going to be a fun work environment yeah, for you to work with. This I'm guy. walking away. Right, I yeah. think. Well, I think. I away. think you should walk away. And you yeah. already had walked away, so you already knew the answer to the question. Yeah, she did. Well, she probably wanted to know if there was some way she could force him to get the money back, but I, I wouldn't put any effort into it. I'd just move on. I don't think you're going to turn him into not being a jerk. Yeah. I think he's already got that one down. Well, if he hasn't done any work for them yet in that capacity, uh, I feel like a good person would say, hey, you didn't know this. We haven't started this yet. Here's your money back. Even a not good person knows that some customers are worth more more trouble than they're worth. Mm -hmm. And if I'm her and I disagree with her, I mean, if I'm him and I disagree with her, she's more trouble than she's worth. Here's your money back. Yeah, go away. Even if if I'm not a good person, Mm -hmm. it's just it's worth the just to get rid of them absolutely you know we fire a customer around here that misbehaves every so often they you can't call here and cuss at our people we don't allow you to do that yeah we'll give you your money back tell you go away mm-hmm. you know that's all right i don't i don't put up with your junk because some customer service uh people in america their whole job is to get cussed at by rageaholics oh, all that's day terrible. long and we don't our, our customer service people i tell them listen and just tell them no yeah say so we don't wait a minute wait a minute we don't talk like that here you're not doing that you just call somewhere else and be pissed off take your money and that you're going to use here and use it for counseling you need it True you know that. that kind of just move on right but yeah i mean it, it's even if you're on the other side of it it's worth it to get rid of them. and mm-hmm. i don't think kim's that i think kim's figured this out um yeah the sad thing is is that now she's questioning all financial people or planners yeah whether or not they're trustworthy i'll tell you what Mm -hmm. you know smartvestor pro will sit down with you they don't charge you a thing because they make a commission yep off of uh selling you a mutual fund for Mm -hmm. your for your roth ira or your kids college fund Mm -hmm. um and they don't make anything unless they sell you something so people are all suspect about that but they're the good ones they do Mm -hmm. it with the heart of a teacher that's why we endorse Smart Investor Pros. Uh, we don't have any fee-based financial planners in our system. Yeah, that are upfront fees. Uh, not because I'm mad at them; they just don't like us. That, because yeah, I endorse mutual sense. funds. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And um, you know, because here's the thing: there's a thing in the financial world. It's worth talking about this in the 20 seconds we've got. Called the fiduciary. And you see, yes. all, there's there's one company running, and they're lying about it on their TV ad during uh, football. I saw it uh, last two or three weekends. I can't think what it's called. A little green sign in the background, but like we are fiduciaries. We are fiduciaries. We don't make anything unless you make something. We are fiduciary. No, mm. a, the word fiduciary means a person of trust. Can you trust someone that gets a commission? Yes, if they're trustworthy. They- all real estate agents are commission based. 
fiduciaries. And they should put your them. interest first. Yeah, they just they, they but just because you get paid when they make a sale doesn't mean you can't have integrity. That's right. That's absurd. So that's the financial world right now. This is the Ramsey show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. The Ramsey Show question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. From repairs and maintenance to remodeling and upgrades, Neighborly's trusted home service providers have trained local experts to handle almost any job. Download the Neighborly app and you can connect to all the help you need. These are great people. They are. Today's question of the day comes from Paula in Georgia. My son's school is running a food bank, so I sent him with some highly requested items, such as peanut butter, canned soup, and tuna fish. When my husband saw them, he insisted we don't donate quality items like these and instead only donate rice and beans. I'm aware that you've told people to eat beans and rice if they're on a tight budget and cannot afford to indulge in nicer foods. However... I also know that you value generosity and giving, and I didn't see anything wrong with donating something other than beans and rice. Do you believe that the same principle applied to those on a tight budget should also be applied to recipients of food banks? Oh, brother. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just so silly. That's silly. It's silly. Yeah. Number one, when we say beans and rice, honey, it's a metaphor. A metaphor is a, a representation philosophically of an actual item. I am not suggesting that people only live on beans and rice. I am suggesting that you quit spending so dadgum much money on food, especially <laughs> eating out all the time. So probably prime rib is not on your list sure. or lobster tail, but possibly even some hamburger helper might make the list. You don't have to just literally do beans and rice. It's a metaphor. I think this guy was just looking for an excuse to be a tightwad. Oh, he, he didn't have to look for an excuse. He already was. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. And it's not like tuna fish is that big of an upgrade from rice well, and beans. I mean, come on now. And here's the deal. I mean, what we're talking about is you limiting your consumption so you can create margin yeah. to move ahead. We're not talking about those poor people don't need any good food. What in the world, dude? Terrible. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah, that's horrible. Yes, they need some good food. Send them some good food, you cheapskate. Your wife is right. Your son is even better. Learn from them, sir. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you're going to give something away, be generous with what you're giving. That's right. Holly, I'm going to give you a car, but it doesn't really run because you can just (laughs) figure that out for yourself. What in the world? You know what, Dave, though? Okay, so I've been here about 13 months, 14 months. I am shocked at how many people I've encountered that think the beans and rice, rice and beans thing is literal. Let me tell you what's worse. Okay. 30 years of doing this, Mm -hmm. I have had precisely 4,732 offers to co-author a beans and rice cookbook with other listeners. (laughs) 
<laughs> I made that up, but it's close to 4,000. I mean, it's unbelievable. The, I, and apparently it would be a bestseller if we could just get the people that wanted to co-author it Look. with me to buy it. But yeah. People no, keep asking me about it. And a I'm beans like, and rice oh. cookbook. No, it's, it's, a, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Yes, you can, eat, you you can eat different foods. Look it up. Different. Look up metaphor. It's good for, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but we oh. don't need to be going out to eat every night it's some fancy spancy thing or for that yeah. matter for fast food yeah because it's fast but it's not necessarily food and the right. um and, and you know you're working so that you can learn to you put yourself as a guy I used to work for would say we're working so i can get enough money that i can read the menu from left to right i know that's right I don't start with the price. I get to start with the thing and pick what I want. Prices mm-hmm. are irrelevant. But when you're broke, you self-manage your consumption, not other people imposing on you yeah. their, their beans and rice. Mm-hmm. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, then you're entering into like a judgment kind of zone, I think. And it's like, well, yeah. just be generous <sighs> if you can. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. It, you you kind of missed the point, sir. Yeah. Kind of not kind of. You did. You did. All right. Ayla is with <laughs> us. Ayla's in Washington D.C. Hi, Ayla. What's up? Hi, Mr. Ramsey. Hey. Um, I was wondering if we should pay off our current mortgage and relocate for a current cheaper mortgage. What's making you ask that question? Wait, wait, wait. Pay off your current mortgage, and or relocate, and get a cheaper mortgage. What would be cheaper than a paid-off mortgage? Um, so we bought a house that needed to be fixed up. So we fixed it up and now it's, we just had a realtor come out and tell us what we could list it as. My husband was in the military and just got out and his job fell through. So it kind of shook us and we just wanted to move somewhere with the proceeds to have a cheap enough mortgage to be covered by my disability. Okay, um, so you're not you don't have the opportunity to pay off your mortgage. You're talking about moving to a less expensive property because you're scared about his income. Right. Why do you think he's not going to get an income? Um, it's not so much that he wouldn't get one. We're just um, kind of thinking about reprioritizing our time. The house that we bought is a historic house, so it takes a lot of maintenance. We do a lot of the work ourselves. That's a different discussion. What do you owe on that house? Uh, $490,000. I already don't like the house. I hate that we have spent so much time on it. We can get some good money for it and get something I like is a good, reasonable move. Mm -hmm. I'm using his lack of a job and a cheaper mortgage as my excuse is not okay. Okay. Um, you see the we're, difference? We're just kind of, we're both, yeah, we're both on the same boat. So we're just, you know. The boat where he doesn't work? Just that he has more flexibility and we're not. Doesn't tied work down much. To How old well, is he? not right now. But How old is he? We're 25 and 26. Okay. He needs to get a career, darling. It's not good for yeah. him to not work much. <laughs> I'm not saying he won't work. I am saying saying he needs to get a career where he works. 
Okay. I'm hearing the code words in your language. Uh, 100%. And you're, he's not wanting to work much at all. And that's worrying Part of it is he point. got knocked out of the saddle and didn't get the uh-huh. other job, and it's he's lost some of his confidence. And you're clearly worried because you're talking about selling your, your house, house and relocating so that you could only live on your disability. Like you said it with your own words. I don't think that that came out right. We okay. He wants to work. That's not the issue. The issue is, is that we want to be more flexible with not having to deal with the house and not having a mortgage that's so high. Is the mortgage and more than 25% of your take-home pay? It is now that he's not working. But before that, was it? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Okay. Okay. So your mortgage amount is not your problem. The house, if you want to get rid of a house that's a money pit where you work on it all the time, I don't blame you. I would do that. Okay. But let, let's not couch that in. He wants more flexibility. And when I'm mm-hmm. talking about his job, your answer is he wants more flexibility. It wasn't when I was talking about the house repairs, you said that. So okay, I didn't, yeah, I didn't no, misunderstand you. You said it real clearly. So what, what we need to do, let's, let's, let's parse this out and break it up. Number one, the two of you need to get really good, cool, strong careers that you're passionate about. I will send you a copy of Ken Coleman's book from paycheck to purpose. Number two, it doesn't sound like your mortgage is off. Me neither. And I'm, I'm actually wondering. Number three, I would sell a house. It's a money pit and I had to screw with it all the time. It drove me nuts. That's true. But I don't know that if it's a money pit, that's one thing, but I don't know. I'd be interested to know more. She's in Washington, D.C. Where does she plan on relocating? Hmm. Where she's gonna? They may be moving to a whole different city too. Yeah, that's possible. But yeah, which would be less expensive for sure. But yeah, I, I'm getting rid of the money pit, but I'm also getting a career. Yeah, they need. And probably getting a house about the same price range that in the money pit. Mm-hmm. When I make the move, that's but would be my advice to you guys. Don't don't mix these things together and create some kind of false narrative that's not really going on. Okay, that's what I heard you saying. I think you were saying it whether you wanted to or not. Mm -hmm. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, Christina is with us. Hi, Christina. How are you? Hi. Good. Welcome. Nervous? Oh, yeah. You're okay. We've never lost a patient. That's right. You're going to be all right. We're proud of you. So you're here to do a debt-free scream. Where do you live? Clarksville, Tennessee. Clarksville. You military family? Um, I used to be in the military, but I'm not now. Okay. Well, thank you for serving. A lot of, a lot of military in Clarksville. That's why I was asking. Yes. All right. And uh, how much debt did Christina from Clarksville pay off? 
$34,162. All right. How long did this take? 36 months. Good for you. you Thousand bucks a month. Get it. And your range of income during that three years? $14,490 a year to $49,060 wow. a year. Good Lord. Wow. What do you do for a living? Um, I have a house cleaning business in Clarksville. Ah. Okay. Did you start at 15000 on your house cleaning business? Well, so um, my business started eight years ago, mm-hmm. um, but um, my journey um, officially started. I went through my first FPU class in 2012. Okay. So I've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was married at the time, mm-hmm. and we... Mm-hmm. tried to get on the same page and, and um couldn't couldn't uh-huh. and it took a lot of years to figure out that mm-hmm. we couldn't mm-hmm. so in 2020 of uh april of mm-hmm. 2020 Ouch. my divorce was filed oh my gosh and, what a year yeah and the next month my business closed <laughs> because you know nobody yeah. wants us in our home when everybody has covid that's right oh wow so i started off my journey um in the basement of a friend of a friend's house with not much money and uh not really sure what was g- going to happen and oh. so since then um start cleaning houses again yeah started oh. clean and the nice thing about covid is everybody wanted their houses clean once we got that started <laughs> going again so yeah. so we uh, we actually got got that back up and going and now um now you're making 50 grand that's a killer <laughs> Well, that's awesome. well, that's everything included. That's that's um, child support and everything. But it it that's yeah. quite a journey. Yeah, good for wow. you. You get after it, girl. Way that's to go. incredible. You got to feel like re- your your li- whole life is transformed in thirty six months. Yeah, it has. It's a whole different world. Yeah, I mean, career, marital status, confidence, everything. Wow. You're and, and, oh, and you got out of debt. I got yeah. out of debt. Yeah, you're amazing. amazing. I'm so proud of you. It's it's not me. It's all it's all God. Yeah, well, he he was actually using you to clean those toilets. <laughs> I know that's right. You yeah, you put I, it you I put did, in the work. I did do that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to plant that corner; it doesn't grow. That's true. As you sow, so shall you reap. Way to go, kiddo! Really cool. Very proud of you. Excellent. All right. So, uh, what kind of debt was thirty four thousand dollars? Oh, it was everything. It was uh, it was uh, back taxes. It was mm. uh, back rent. Um, just from after the divorce, it was um, student loan, car loan, um. How'd you get card? all the wow. debt? You got all the de- debt from the divorce? Um, no, I got a, I got a little, just just over half of it. Uh, mm-hmm. But that was my half. That okay. was my half of everything. Okay, mm-hmm. so the back rent was both of you, and then you got half the back rent. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love the support I'm seeing from your son. That that is that's hitting me, man. I love it. You you definitely clearly had the support of your family next to you i do that's the only reason that i got here is because of, of all the support uh, it's one thing everybody. to have two teenagers it's another to have two good ones i mean yes <laughs> yeah Way to go. <laughs> she's like what me <laughs> yes you <laughs> amazing amazing wow Way well I, you know they they've been with me the whole time i mean right after right after um um when we started cleaning again and, and things were starting to move along, um, I actually tried to homeschool them because mm-hmm. that was smart. On top of everything I had to deal with, I thought that homeschooling them was going to be a good plan. So for that first year after COVID, we homeschooled for a year. And and, wow. and every month, every month for um, our finance lesson, I bought the, the Ramsey homeschool thing and everything. And every month for our, we came up here, we came up here to watch your show. Uh-huh. And I brought my planner and I would do my budget at the end of the month right here in the lobby. And then whoever was doing the show, I had sign 
sign my planner for that month. So y'all were kind of my accountability for that first month while I was trying to get back on my feet. Wow. wow. You're, you're my accountability because we <laughs> keep coming to work. You're inspiring. Very so, inspiring. So they've been with me. They, they've come along with me on everything. This year when when I finally got in a headspace to where I could really buckle down, um, we I brought them to the Building Wealth Live um, I came to the SMART conference. I brought them with me to meet Micro for the labor crisis. Sweet. So they've been drug along with like everything. So wow, they're my little buddies. I love it. Uh, I love it. Amazing. So what's next? Building up the emergency fund, feeling good about the future. Yeah. How does it feel to have no debt? Surreal. I mean, I've been trying since 2012, and and I just I've I listen to these all the time. I've come see I've come seen your shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, for years, and I, I cry every time that I, I watch one, and I just, just never imagined I would actually be up here. Okay, so you overcome living in a friend of a friend's basement. You overcome the business closing down and opening up. You overcome $34,000 worth of debt. You overcome the loss of your marriage all in the last 36 months. You truly are a warrior princess. Mm-hmm. You're amazing. I mean, that's powerful. It really I is. I feel like a lot of it was, I don't think it was because of me. I think it, I felt like most of the time it was in spite of me because. No, you're a hero. <laughs> you're a hero. You need to own it. Yeah, you do. You committed to, it's, for some people, it really is a longer journey and you committed for the whole journey. It's just like your shirt. Anybody who can't read her shirt, everything is possible for the one who believes. Amen. And that is such, I mean, you're really evidence of that. You kept belief and you kept going and you got knocked down and you kept going and you got knocked down again and you kept going and here you are on the stage. Yeah, but I'm hard-headed too. I actually called in Ken's show about six years ago to ask if I should try to pay off debt or hire some people for my business. And he said that you get what you focus on, so I should pay off debt. So I went and I hired a bunch of people. And <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so, so, you know, and then, and then I remember, I remember, um, I remember the, back when y'all were in your old building, uh, I got, I, I, I really, I was, I got, uh, my husband got me, my ex-husband got me a, a car for, in 2018 for my birthday, and I had a paid off van, and I was listening to, I listened to you guys, and I've read all, the, I got all your books, and I, I've been trying for a long time, you know, and, uh, I got that and, and part of me was like you can't take this and then part of me was like well it was a gift and her marriage wasn't doing well so this is kind of fun so well we'll see I felt so guilty taking that car that the next day I drove out to your old place in Brentwood to get a lecture from you <laughs> on why I shouldn't have a car payment and I felt so ash- I felt but I left the, I left the office that morning and Nicole my office manager she said so you gonna tell Dave that uh, you're 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 there in your new car and I said absolutely not <laughs> and I said in fact I was so ashamed that I parked across the street at the stores and I walked over wow. so that I didn't have to park in your parking lot <laughs> wow you didn't defile the parking lot <laughs> I did not defile the parking lot and I I cannot tell you when I got here this morning and I was driving out here and my 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 financial coach Andy he took a picture of my parking spot where you have the name of all the debt free screams and like uh-huh. it like just kind of blew me away like five years ago I was hiding in mm. the bushes and, and now, now, you have a spot, now you have a parking spot of honor look at that you don't have to park across the street at the store in the parking spot of shame that's right, that's right. <laughs> I have a car that you can't open the door from the outside but that's okay that's yeah. only temporary that's only temporary hey, how, how, old, how old are your your kiddos um 16 and 14 16 and 14 and their names 
Uh, this is Grace and Christian. Grace and Christian. Well done, well done, Mom. Well done. I know you're nervous, but uh, we're pretty impressed. You, you know, we run into a lot of people on this stage, and some of them are overcomers. Some of them knock a few things down. Uh, you, you, you just took a machete and whacked your way through the jungle, yeah, kiddo. Right. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Well done. Hey, we've got the uh, Live and Give box for you that includes the Total Money Makeover book, the Baby Steps Millionaire's book, because that's your destiny. And uh, no stopping this one. Woo! And a Financial Peace University membership, and you guys are incredible. Uh, Grace and Christian, I, I know you know this, but uh, your mom is a superhero. Very cool. All right, count it down, you guys. 34000 paid off in 36 months from 15000 to forty nine. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're, We're debt-free! Debt yeah! Wow. Woo! Allergies are bad this season, Bro, I'm just saying. That'll make your eyes water right there. That's this is good. the Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Well, in case you wondered if smart conference that you did on the Hill up here was important, last caller told us it was, or one of the other streaming events, or one of the other 9 million things we do around yep. here, like doing a show every day, and you can come in here and watch the show live, is important. We had no idea she'd been in here all those times. That's right. It First was... time we ever met her. Mm-hmm. So very, very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. Speaking of starting your journey, uh, Jade Washaw will be doing a free every dollar webinar at everydollar.com slash budgeting. You can sign up and help you break the cycle of living paycheck to paycheck. When is the webinar? Tomorrow. Tomorrow at 1130 Central Time. So sign up. So like tuesday the 10th yep tuesday the 10th tuesday that's good the 10th at 11 30 a.m central time if you're not able to do that or you hear this at a later date because you can catch it on your podcast or youtube or something at a later date there are others that's so right. be sure to go to everydollar.com slash budgeting jade will be doing more rachel cruz will be doing more and george will be doing more of these uh budgeting webinars and they actually make budgeting fun they actually help you work out how to take your paychecks and pick out which thing goes in which thing. Right. Uh, we call it paycheck planning through the month. So every dollar has an assignment. For that matter, every dollar of every check has an assignment when you're done. Uh, it's a very usable, very friendly, world's best budgeting app. And by the way, we're not charging you this. Free. Totally free. Every dollar webinar. Everydollar.com slash budgeting. Sign up and jump in. All right. Jennifer is with us. Jennifer is in Colorado Springs. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Better than I deserve. What's up? Well, I'm brand new to um, home ownership. Um, and unfortunately, my husband and I bought this house together two months before he passed. Oh, so my now gosh. I'm kind of stuck in, in a ridiculous place oh my overwhelmed and unexpected what happened and, to um, him two months ago or when no he passed in june but we he passed two months after we bought the right. house wow. oh i'm so sorry how old was he 53 oh i'm sorry young what happened yeah um well long story short end stage liver failure oh, oh my i'm so sorry well, how long you, were y'all married um, 14 years. Okay. How old? And you're about the same age? I'm 47. 47. Okay. All right. How can we help today? I'm so sorry. 
So, thank you. So, anyway, like I said, this is the first home I've ever owned, and I'm trying to figure out everything on my own. And it just so happened that the neighbor that we share a fence line with, and there is just one fence line, the fence line fell into my property. And I was hoping that the homeowner adjacent would go half and half on replacing the fence, but they don't seem interested in that. So, I guess I'm stuck with fixing the fence by myself. Okay. Um, well, typically the fence is put up just inside the property line of one party or the other. Okay. So if the survey was done, what the fence posts would typically be on your property or on their property, meaning that it's yeah, either your time. fence or their fence. Okay. The posts were definitely on their property. Okay. So it's definitely their Here's fence. Fix. I guess so. Now that you explained it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, now, uh, did something knock it down or it just rotted down or what? Just Yeah, just rotted and it was the wind. But we both have dogs, so I feel so, somewhat responsible to get it fixed as opposed to, what you know, it just mm-hmm. being an issue, you know. So I just yeah. didn't know what the recourse, if there is any, or if I just need to fix it because they won't. Did When you brought it to them, they were probably unaware of whose property it was on. Do you think that if you let them know, hey... It's on your property. Do you think that would change it at all? Or is it just a situation where they're not spending money on that? Yeah, I can try now that you told me that because I wasn't sure. You know, I just didn't know. Mm -hmm. So if I, if I, the the fence posts are on your property. So this is your fence. I will go in with you to help you fix your fence. <laughs> oh, you know what? That sounds a lot kinder. It's but a, that's I even a different sentence than could, yeah, can we split this? Is. That's a different can sentence. Yeah. If you because they're going to be the owner of the fence when it's fixed, mm-hmm. and yeah, you're just I doing that like out that. of the goodness you're of your doing, heart. You're doing that to keep your dogs out of their yard. Absolutely, and their dogs out of mine. But yeah. I didn't know that, and I wasn't armed with that. So maybe I'll try that and see what yeah. happens. I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't know. My guess is they don't have the money. Yeah. So none of this may change it. It might it also might help to, this is what I would do. I might have someone come look at it. So I had some actual numbers to say, hey, mm. I was looking at this. If we both chip in, you know, $600, I don't know how, what that costs. If we both chip in $600, they'll come out and fix it. The, I know, okay. you know, and tell them it's on their side. Hey, I, I, t- I looked at the parameters. It's technically your fence, but it benefits both of us. If you chip in $600, I'll chip in 600 You know, I already found oh, a guy. And that, we'll fix your fence. Yeah. That sounds reasonable. I like that. Thank yeah. you very much. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. How 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 big a piece of property are we dealing with? How long is the section of fences down? 50 feet? 500 feet? I guess feet? it's like, I don't know. It's like eight panels. So I, I, I'm not okay, really that's good not at that. Okay, so it's like a privacy fence. Yeah, correct, yes. Okay. All right. Well, we're not talking a lot of money here mm-hmm. then. Well, that's good. I was just didn't know if I had any recourse to action, but I like what you said. I, I, I don't. I don't think or, you have any recourse. Yeah. I think you've got persuasion and neighborly love and those kinds of things. Because here's the problem: if you put up a fence just inside your property, they can attach to it and still get the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and, but you know, and put no money in it. Work. So. Yeah, yeah, worst comes to worst, I'll do that. But I like your way better. I'll at least try it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And, and you know, the other thing I would do, mm-hmm. uh, and this sounds manipulative, but it's not because it's the truth. I would just, you're, A, I would sit down in front of them personally if you can. Do they live there? No. 
Okay. It's just renters at the property. Yeah. Oh, that's part of the that's problem why too. they don't care. It's part of the problem, too. <laughs> okay. so, oh, no, not them in particular. They, they've no, but they have do- the renters yeah. have dogs that come in your yard. Yes. Because correct. the owner has not fixed his fence. Mm-hmm. This is a problem. Now too. it's different. Correct. Yeah. Anyway, do, do the people, do you know the people that own it? No, no, not personally. Do they happen to live in your area or do you know? I don't know that. Okay. If you can find out, it's always better to talk about things in person. Okay. Always better. Because, and if you can do that, number one. Number two, I would tell them your story. And your story is hey, I've never done anything like this because I've never owned real estate. My husband died right after we moved in here, and I don't know how to navigate this stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't even know if I could do that, frankly. I could barely do it with you guys. <laughs> well, if you did it with us, you can do it with them. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. You can do it. 24 million okay. people just listened in on this conversation. So, <laughs> That's right. I mean, imagine you can have a one-duper over a cup of coffee, all right? So, uh, but yeah, just just sit down and go, look, I lost my husband in June, and I don't know how to do all this stuff, but here's an idea I had. Your 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 renter's dogs are getting in my yard. My dogs are getting in your yard, and, and the fence is on your property, so it's your fence, but I'll mm-hmm. chip in with you on your fence. I got some bids, like Jade said, it's 400 bucks. I'll put in 200 if you guys will put in 200. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you help out? help out a neighbor here and let's get this fixed up yeah and you know it's hard to turn that one down and it's also worth mentioning that you're trying to avoid something bigger because if you guys' dogs get to fighting if somebody's dog bites another dog like i can just see this snowballing into a bigger issue and if the owner is going to want to avoid that at all costs if they know what's going on well you know what i'm saying because one more one more word to have one more reason to not have uh, renters with dogs but what do i know Ooh, so yeah, i true. love dogs love dogs me and my dog spent time together this morning right before i came to work <laughs> but uh none but i hate dogs as a landlord so as a renter we, we don't have any we don't have any ramsey houses with dogs in them not not legally anyway there might be some illegal aliens but not not legally so <laughs> illegal alien dogs <laughs> Yeah, yeah dave have a heart people they gotta bring I, their that, they can't bring their pet i know they the problem is they don't make them behave just like some people's children right? <laughs> that's so, right and then i got a house that's all torn up because i didn't have a backbone mm-hmm. but, yeah. anyway that's what's happening so there you go there you go and then the fence falls down that's there right so, dog knocked it down i know what happened <laughs> <laughs> This is The Ramsey Show. What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.